Welcome to the Menstrual Mogul Podcast. My name is Jacqueline, aka the Menstrual Mogul, and I am your host for this amazing episode that is coming your way, which is much needed, especially if you find yourself in the entrepreneurial space. But even if you're not in that space, if you are a menstruating woman who just wants to feel less stressful and more in control of her habits around her phone and her everyday life, this episode is for you. Inside of this episode, we're going to get real about how you can practically and reasonably detach from your phone in today's day and age. Inside of my business, if I'm doing a intensive or working one-on-one with a client, I have them fill out a in-depth health history form because fixing your hormones is fixing a lot of other factors in your life. And this is hands down one of the things that nearly every client has said, that they need to get better around not checking their phone first thing in the morning. They turn over, check their phone, turn off their alarm, and social media somehow ends up on the screen and they are instantly put into defense mode. And I get it. I used to be the same way and I will be completely honest. There are times when I do check social media first thing in the morning, but it is so much less than it used to be and I can definitely tell the difference. So I'm going to share with you some of my best practical tips. If you've ever gone a morning without checking your phone first thing, I'm sure you've noticed the difference between how productive or how happy you are throughout your day. I know for me, there is a noticeable difference between a day where I woke up and scrolled for 30 minutes to an hour in bed versus the day that I just get up do the things that make me feel good, and then check social media later on. Because when we are checking our phone or any other app on our phone first thing in the morning, we are putting all of the power into that device. We are no longer in control or driving the car that navigates the rest of our day. Our phone is running us instead of us running our phone. And I know you are a powerful as fuck woman and I don't want something as little as this crazy device that we have in our hands that you're probably listening to this podcast on right now to have that much control over you. I want to empower you to feel like you are the person that gets to set the tone for your day instead of letting some external factor do that. So in this episode, I'll review why this is important for your hormones and your cyclical health because this is the Menstrual Mogul Podcast and it does have an effect on your hormones. And I also want to teach you ways that you can improve your relationship with your phone and social media and how to finally be able to detach from it so that you can get the stuff that truly matters done. So let's get into why the fuck checking your phone or social media first thing has an effect on your overall health and especially your hormones. So there have been multiple studies done that show how the act of constantly checking your phone is triggering a stress response and increasing our stress hormone cortisol. How does that relate to our hormones? Basically, when we are stressed, when our cortisol button is turned on, that means that 
it lowers a hormone made by your brain called GnRH that lowers another hormone called FSHLH, both which stimulate the ovaries to make your eggs. So basically what I am saying with that, because I hate medical jargon and it just goes way over my head, higher stress, higher cortisol equals disrupted ovulation. When ovulation is disrupted, then you experience problems such as painful periods, PMS, delayed cycles, and more. Who fucking knew, right? Higher cortisol can also mimic progesterone deficiency, which can cause breast pain, PMS, acne, and headaches. So yes, it is possible that the stress of being so attached to your phone and not able to turn off from your work that is living on your phone is fucking up your hormones. So we need to take this a little bit seriously. But let's be practical. We live in currently 2023 where you are probably making a fuck ton of money from your phone and from social media. So it's kind of like we're in golden handcuffs, right? We know we need it. There's a lot of benefits that come from it, but we also have to protect our overall health in the long run. So what does this look like as far as managing the stress that comes from checking your phone constantly better? First off, I hope that you have all notifications off, especially on your social media apps. I have, I've been a female entrepreneur for over 10 years, and even back in freaking 2013, when I first started my six-figure business on Instagram, I always turned off the push notifications. So I was never getting a flash across my screen that someone liked my shit or sent me a DM. That have that has never been part of the package for me. I just knew even back then in my like toxic AF days that that would mess with me and I would never look up from my phone if that was showing up constantly. So I hope that all push notifications for any social media app, even for Voxer, I turn off Voxer, push notifications, Instagram, Facebook, email, whatever. Those should all be off. This is the telltale way to run your phone instead of it running you because you have no control over who's going to DM you, like your shit, boxer you, or email you about a certain topic within your business. But you are in control of when you are ready to partake in that, meaning maybe you received an email that had a upset customer in it, or maybe a team member was sending you something that was like fucked up. And you're in the middle of your morning routine that really sets your tone for the whole day. If you had your push notifications on and you saw that in the middle of your routine, the whole routine would be messed up. You wouldn't have the vibe that you need for the day to handle that emergency or situation. So you really have to be cognizant of how you are running your phone instead of letting it run you and push notifications being off is one of them. Which leads me to suggesting having your phone in the morning while you're doing whatever routine you have in the morning on airplane mode or focuses. So let me explain more. Airplane mode, obviously you are turning off all cellular data or Wi-Fi from your phone and I actually do this every single night to help prevent the EMF from my phone 
being near my head or anything like that. But I understand maybe some of you have kids or loved ones. And if there was an emergency in the middle of the night, you would want to be contacted. Um, SOS for my <laughs> my loved ones, I guess. But if that is the case, then I really recommend looking into what your phone capabilities are for focuses. I personally have an iPhone at the time of 2023 recording this, but I believe that Android and other phones do have this option and capability too. So basically focuses are different settings for your phone for different parts of the day, different days of the week, things like that. So I have currently a few focuses on my phone and I'll go over them. One is morning magic focus. So this means I get no alert of any text message, of any phone call, of any notification from Voxer, also, like my my mail app shows that there's zero emails in my inbox. Any of those little red dots that would indicate a notification is waiting for me are turned off so that I don't even see it. And so this is a focus that I have on Monday through Friday in the morning from, I think, 6 a.m. to 11 a.m., I'll get into my ridiculous morning routine soon, but I usually don't start work until 11 a.m. And so that's a one focus you can have. And then during the day, during my work day, I have a work focus on that doesn't allow anyone to call me except for my husband. Um, it pushes them right to voicemail. Honestly, if it's an emergency, someone can text me. And usually that is totally fine. But I get anxiety even seeing missed calls from people minus the spam calls, but if someone calls me and I'm like, oh, that's just something I have to do later, I have to call them back, and that like stresses me out and distracts me from my work, that's just a personal preference. You guys can set this to however it looks like for you, but I just have all work calls off. I also don't let Voxer notifications come in because, again, I'm in charge of when I go in and coach my clients, which is still multiple times throughout the day, but rather than letting them dictate all of that access for me. So you can create these different focuses. I also have a nighttime focus that turns off all notifications, all social media buttons and things like that from 8 p.m. to 11 p.m., I believe. And it just helps me be reminded that I need to start shifting downward, getting ready for bed. The cool thing about the, these focuses specifically for iPhone is that you can choose a different wallpaper for your phone so that you kind of know when these different chunks of your day are shifting and you don't even have to look at the time. You know, my morning routine, if that wallpaper is on, which the wallpaper says, a queen moves at her own fucking pace, quoted from a Beyonce concert. That's my morning routine wallpaper. And then at night, I have a wallpaper that says I am more successful when I go to bed earlier. Does that affirmation actually work? I don't know, but <laughs> it's cool to be able to completely customize these different focuses on your phone. And I really suggest you look it up or explore it yourself depending on what kind of device you have and really customize it to your own needs. Another tip I have, which honestly doesn't matter as much 
if you're doing focuses, but for me, I did this before I found out about the different focuses you can have on your phone. But to move apps that have notifications that trigger you to keep checking your phone and move it off of the home screen. I'll give you an example for this. I am the type of woman, and I know there's not a lot of us out there, but I need my inbox to be zero for my email. I just need it to be done. It's a way for me to know that I don't have any more work to do or anything lingering. And if I see even just one email sitting in there and that little red notification of how many emails are in my inbox on the app sitting there, it stresses me out. So one thing I did was I just moved the app to a different part of my phone. One where when I'm opening my phone, I'm not constantly confronted with what I have to do. And you have to know what this looks like for your own life. Maybe it's Voxer, maybe it's a Messenger or WhatsApp, maybe it is DMs from a certain app or Slack channel, whatever have you. If it triggers you and prevents you from getting what you need to done because you see a notification sitting in there, move it. Move it off the home screen, maybe onto the second slide of the screen or within a folder where it's hidden so that again, when you're ready, when you are well equipped to handle whatever fire may be inside of that app, you can access it on your own terms. The next tip I want to give you around how to better manage your stress around your phone and social media is to create a mindset around being off your phone. And let me be clear about this. This is something I struggled with for a long time up until recently, actually. So I, especially in my former business, I felt like the more I was on social media, the more available that I was to my clients and other people that I was working with, the better of a coach I was or the more valuable I was. And that couldn't be further from the truth. I've heard a few things lately through listening to different podcasts. And one that stuck with me is don't watch water boil. (laughs) And that means... Just by checking your phone constantly, your DMs aren't going to increase. By checking your phone constantly, that Thrivecart sale isn't going to come through. That is like watching water boil, and it's the most boring and time-consuming fucking thing that you can be doing in your business. Another thing it says to me is that you're too available, and I always think of the example of men or women or whoever you're dating, when someone is so available to you and so in your face and so like, I'm here, I'm here, I'm here. I'm not like off living my life. I'm just here at your beck and call. What does that say to you? You're kind of like turned off by that. You're like, dude, like, don't you have stuff to do? (laughs) So I always think about that and how we need to maybe be a little less thirsty in the way that we're showing up online. It doesn't mean you don't show up at all. Obviously, you need to show up when you are running a business on social media or online. However, Another example is Beyonce. She can literally fall off the face of the fucking earth and take her time making her album and she still has this community that is like waiting for her next single, waiting for her next album or to announce the tour. And once she does, everyone is listening. 
everyone's respecting her time and everyone is like, she's speaking. I'm going to listen to what she has to say because she's finally here. Now, you don't have to drop off the face of the earth for years like Beyonce does, but you get what I'm saying. Tap into this mindset when it comes to your phone and social media. Maybe you create a few affirmations or mantras around it. One that I've used is I make money when I'm off my phone. So I'm sure you've experienced this, that when you're not watching the water boil, when you're outliving your life, even during a launch. I remember back in the fall last year, I was launching my first business strategy program called the Menstrual Mogul Method. And it was a huge launch for me. And I was really excited about it. And I had a lot of interest and a lot of intrigued thoughts from women. And I was just pumped to be there. And I found myself twiddling my thumbs on my phone being like okay like who's gonna who's gonna join what's gonna happen and I was like you know what fuck it I'm not doing that and I embraced this affirmation I make money when I'm off my phone and I went on a hike and I hiked mid-launch and was out of office for like literally hours that day. I was with friends and I did this in multiple variations whether it's like a massage or something else. I did this multiple times within the launch and it was a very successful launch and I feel like there's just an energetic vibration if you want to call it but like people can sense it through the interwebs they know when you're on your phone you're all the time and what that says to people is you don't have a life outside of your work or your phone and many of your clients are wanting to work with you because of how you're living your life, how you approach your work, how you teach, and many other aspects, how you're running your business. So are you running your business in a way that is desirable to ideal clients? Or are you just running it addicted to your phone? That's something to really be considerate about because I just do believe that there is some exchange on the internet being made where people can sense when you have no personal life and you're struggling and it's just not the freaking vibe. And then the last thing I want you to do in order to manage your stress better around social media specifically, which is why most of us are on our phone so much, is to definitely do a detox. And I do not suggest detoxes anymore because green juices and other detoxes will fuck up your hormones. However, I do suggest a social media detox. I am pretty cutthroat and ruthless when it comes to detoxing my social media. I unfollow or mute a lot of people. I do not follow that many people in my specific niche of hormone health or cycle syncing. Many of you will send me videos being like, oh, I saw someone post this. I don't even look at it. No offense, but like I don't need to compare myself. I know myself and I know what triggers me and I know ways I have to instill boundaries in order to protect my peace. And that includes muting and just not following people that I don't vibe with or who don't bring the best out of me. So if seeing someone's content stresses you out and believe me, there's deeper things here in mindset work and subconscious beliefs that you can get into here. But if you want to temporarily and just like protect your peace, I definitely suggest just detoxing and unfollowing and muting people that you don't vibe with or that trigger you. 
for me, a telltale sign is if I'm on social media and looking at someone's stories or reading their posts and I'm constantly like, well, like, you know what type of comments it is. It's like, well, she does it and she doesn't do this. Like, that's where I'm like, nope, this isn't cool. I don't deserve to be judged and neither does this poor person that is you know, dealing with the wrath of my bitchiness. So I just mute them and that's no harm, no foul towards them. It's just, you know, you got to do what you got to do to protect your peace. And so definitely consider a social media detox, unfollowing a bunch of people or uh, just muting the fuck out of their stories. All right. So to manage stress, we're going to turn off notifications, maybe create some fun focuses on our phone, move any apps or notifications that stress you out when you look and open your phone first thing. You're going to build a mindset around being off your phone and how the more you're off your phone, the more successful you will be. And then you're also going to detox whoever is triggering you at the current moment. So What does this mean during the different phases of your cycle? Because as you now know, if you listen to episode one, which if you didn't, make sure to go back, listen to episode one where I broke down the four different phases of your cycle and their different energies and vibes. How does the boundaries and tips that I just gave you apply during each phase of your cycle? Because it does change. For your spring and summer phase of your cycle, meaning your follicular and ovulatory phase, I will say that a lot of women can get away with being a little loosey-goosey around their boundaries with social media or their phone. And maybe that's just the inner rebel in me. I love to break rules, especially if they're my own. But my boundaries can be a little bit looser, mainly because my energy and creativity is so high during this phase of my cycle. I don't find myself falling into comparison mode or spending a lot of time on my phone, actually. Usually it's a quick check and then it's like, ooh, I'm inspired. I got to go get to what I want to do. I'm more social and having amazing conversations in my DMs during this time. And that's why I like love to go on my phone. But I really hold that boundary of getting my workout and my routine done before that. And it feels like momentum on social media is definitely building during these two phases of my cycle. So I ride it and know that there will be a time to slow down and to put those boundaries back up, but it can be a slippery slope. So I do try to instill boundaries in some way, shape, or form. Then in the fall phase of your cycle, aka the luteal phase, especially during the second half of the luteal phase, this is what I dubbed the danger zone. This is where you should be offline more than ever, girl. Seriously, implement more self-care than ever. Post and ghost. Avoid doomsday scrolling. Consider not checking in on those in your niche or industry to avoid comparison at this time. So remember I talked about that stress hormone cortisol and how it's turned on when you're checking your phone 
Add that to your cortisol already being very sensitive and higher during this phase of your cycle. And that's where we get the mental breakdowns, the mentees. That's where we are comparing the fuck out of ourselves and wondering what's wrong with us and why isn't this working? And we're questioning every single thing within our business. It's because you're adding cortisol on top of cortisol, like layer upon layer. And that's not the kind of cake we want to build. (laughs) We want to really keep our cortisol under control because once the light switch is turned on, it's very touchy and hard to turn off. So if we can implement no pushed boundaries, like we are keeping our boundaries firm and steady during this part of our cycle, you will be so much better off. So I really do not check my phone. I try to stop scrolling whenever I feel this is where like those bitchy comments in my head and in my mind come up and I'm like this is not helpful at all. I should go listen to a podcast or do a self-care routine of sorts. So just consider doing more things that your future self will thank you for and know that it won't last forever these feelings. And then during the week of your period, some boundaries you can have in place for social media is really listening to what your body is saying internally. Remember that the left and right hemisphere of your brain are communicating very clear during this time. Um, And if you're dealing with painful periods, it may come a day or two into your period. Once you feel that sense of relief and clarity, Definitely listen to what your body is saying and what your true feelings and gut reactions are around your relationship with social media and evaluate what it is, what it looks like, and how you would like to see it pan out in the upcoming cycle. I hope this example gives you maybe some inspiration or turned on an idea of how you can implement this into your unique life because these are my unique boundaries, but each woman and her circumstances, her goals, schedule, all of those things are so different, which is why I love working with clients one-on-one because one thing I pride myself on is figuring out how to make all of this work for each unique woman. Each woman is so beautifully unique that she doesn't deserve a one-size-fits-all approach. These are great tips, but you have to customize it to your specific life. And if you need help customizing it, that's something I really love to do with my one-on-one clients. I love to get my hands in on their schedule and Marie Kondo this information to completely customize it to them. I hope that this episode left you with practical tips and boundaries that you can have around your phone and social media so that you feel like you can detach from work, from external factors that you think bring you value, and just for your overall health and your hormones, of course. Please leave a review if you found this helpful. DM me on Instagram and tell me what your biggest aha moment was. Thank you so much and I'll see you next time.